Hey, what's up? It's your girl, best believe, and we're back, baby. So get comfy and join in for this session of On the Couch with Best Belief as we dive in for more of this life, love, and heartbreak shit. You feel me? Now, in the last episode, we talked about purpose, which I really do hold near and dear to my heart as I have recently learned what it is I was meant to do with my time here on earth. I hope that I've encouraged you to take your own journey to uncover your purpose so that you don't find yourself on your deathbed wondering, should I have done more? Now in this episode, I want to touch on a subject of uncomfortable conversations with the topic in this session being post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. I know that it's not going to be an easy conversation to have, which really baffles me. I mean, why is it that we have no problem talking about sports, music, and movies? But when it comes to mental health, we are reduced to an insecure whisper. Not anymore. I refuse to keep topics like mental health, anxiety, PTSD, and other topics such as these, a stigma, a mere whisper, or swept under the rug altogether because we get a little uncomfortable. So come on, let's get uncomfortable together and talk about PTSD. So what is PTSD? Well, the easy peasy explanation is it's when you go through something and the trauma of it sticks with you in some way, shape, or form. Now, most people hear PTSD and first think of a soldier returning from war or a woman being raped. But the truth is traumatic experiences go way beyond just those two. Let me explain. Psychiatry.org says that people with PTSD have intense, disturbing thoughts and feelings related to their experience that last long after the traumatic event has ended. Now remember this point. They may relive the event through flashbacks or nightmares. And they may also feel sadness, fear, or anger. And they may be detached or estranged from other people. Now, for me, and yes, I am about to admit that I suffer from PTSD. But my PTSD, I didn't even realize I was suffering from until just recently. Now, my PTSD came from work and my employer. And for the sake of this podcast and for the sake of the guilty, we shall call my employer him. And it's crazy. I know it sounds ridiculous, but when I describe what I went through, you'll kind of get a better visual of how it falls under the category of PTSD. So... I was so focused on healing from all the other areas in my life 
I never even considered that my job would have been a traumatic experience. But when I started to look back at the very beginning, I see that it all started with a freaking trauma bond, which was an emotional bond that had been built over a span of 10 plus years. Now, in the beginning, it really does pass off as a very innocent encounter that turned into what I thought was a superior tag team relationship. But when you begin to peel back the layers, you can see that the benefit was mainly one-sided and the way that I was kept in my place was by pure manipulation, causing trauma and now PTSD that I am currently dealing with. Now, we met when I was working for an amazing boss. And it wasn't until she decided to retire and I began working for her replacement, who was the total opposite, was when he came in and he saved me. So, of course, what did I do? I showed him my amazingness as an EA and I gave him 110% of me. I was genuinely grateful, but he learned how to take that gratitude and use it to his advantage. So when he left the job to start another, he knew that carrot of taking me with him would be just what I needed to hear to remain loyal in the interim. It worked and I followed. I didn't even realize that I was giving him more of my time than I was giving myself for to my family. I was completely immersed in this relationship, in this dream team that I thought we were building. And the fact that he made it seem like he could not function without me had me floating on air. I felt special. I felt important. I felt like I was the one on the pedestal. When in actuality, he was just feeding me what he needed to in order to keep me where he wanted. I was always doing the job of more than one person, yet only being compensated for one. He was on his way out again, but this time knowing that he had a bullseye on his back and therefore I would have one too because I would become guilty by association. He would once again dangle that carrot in front of me, but this time it would come at a cost. It would come with a pay cut. But of course, I took it. I felt I had no other choice. I would have been dumb to stay knowing I would have been forced out if I did. So there we were again, new org, new roles, and I got stretched even thinner, and this time for less money and even less perks. I was working for three companies in the capacity of five roles and getting paid less than I was getting paid when I left my last job. I kept thinking, he's going to fix this, but as the years passed, he never did. He actually stopped seeing me as a person and only saw what I should be pumping out and loved to focus on what I was not. The relationship became a yo-yo of emotions and instability, but all I saw was the fact that I was spending 14 hours a day at my computer and I was no longer able to spend any time with my kids, let alone any money, because I was just scraping by. At the low part of the yo-yo, a conversation had been had where I was actually told that within a year's time, there was 
a possibility that there would be no room for me in the company. So if I wanted to take another role with one of our clients, that he would help me secure it. But then a few months later, the tone changed and he asked if I was willing to stick with the company and expand my role. Then at the high part of the yo-yo sitch, uh, there was a moment that I thought things were actually turning around because for my birthday, I was gifted enough money to finish up my senior year in college and graduate with my bachelor's. He even dangled another carrot, promising promotion and an increase in salary once I did graduate. So what happened? It gave me more motivation to stay and work harder for him. Not even realizing all those nightmares of unanswered emails and clients not going live, patients not being seen. I dismissed as normal stress of the job, but in reality, they were all flashbacks. Flashbacks of all the work that I was doing that was going unappreciated by the one who was keeping me under his metaphoric thumb. But then, reality began to shine through. I began to remove him from the pedestal I put him on the day I shared with him that I was writing a book. And his response, along the lines of don't put all your hopes into becoming successful because the odds are slim. I began to lose respect for him and his position in my life when I asked for a raise and he had the audacity to tell me to write him an email and justify my request. It really wasn't until I was blessed by God with someone who came into my life and showed me what I wasn't seeing that I began my escape from the how I didn't even realize I was in. It wasn't until I submitted my resignation letter to my leadership team that I learned that the respect I had for our relationship was in fact one-sided. He didn't respect me. Narcissism, manipulation, a lack of integrity. That's who he became to me. After all that he and I built together, he was the only one who benefited from my time, from my abilities, from my loyalty. I didn't even know how deep the trauma was until I actually escaped and began hearing others tell me, finally, you came to your senses. You finally left. Good for you. And that, my friends, that's a clear-cut example of PTSD. It comes in many forms and doesn't require physical abuse at all. This is a clear-cut example of psychological abuse, making me feel like I couldn't fly further than where I was because I didn't have a degree. I couldn't make more money because I didn't have a degree, making me feel like the work I did was mediocre at best, yet it took five people, five people, to fill in and do what I did when I left. The only thing that I got out of working for him was a bomb-ass re resume. But again, I earned every skill on it by getting out there and mastering it myself. So I share all that to say this. PTSD. It's real, it's traumatic, and just because we don't talk about it doesn't mean that it'll go away.
as always, I invite you to get comfortable with that message me button, share your thoughts, ideas, or any feedback you may have. If you ever find yourself in a place where you need to talk to someone one-on-one, please reach out. I am a certified life coach who specializes in happiness, PTSD, emotional intelligence, and cognitive behavior, and I do book sessions at reasonable prices. If you enjoyed the music playing in the background, then go check out an artist that I actually know personally on Spotify or Apple Music, ECAP The Anomaly. Love it. Anyways, feel free to check me out on all other social media platforms for more on the couch with Best Believe. I am on Twitter at Best underscore Believe underscore 26. I'm on Instagram at Best underscore Believe underscore 26. And you can follow my Facebook page on the couch with Best Believe or just search at best.believe.26. One more thing before I wrap it up. If you like short stories filled with drama, oohs, and ahs, and you like poetry, then head over to Amazon.com. Support me. They don't disappoint and they don't cost much to buy at $3.33 for the ebook or $7.77 for the paperback. My beautiful mistakes. I was the side chick in my own relationship and God's gift becoming are a beautiful trilogy that I put my heart and soul into. So if you can head over to Amazon.com and grab your copies today. Just search the titles and Jessica Ayala. As for this session of On the Couch with Best Believe, receive it, digest it, and replicate it out there in your world however you see fit to do so. And until next time, same best host, same best channel, Best Believe out.